Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, March 15th edition. I am Santino Gacone, and I am joined by the one, the only, DJ Sammy Caps. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Doing well. How are you guys doing today? Um, I'm happy to, to get on this. We have a short short slate tonight, only four games. Yeah, only four games, uh, all from 2 at 7 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, one at 7.30, one at 8. So this one would be, we're going to fly right through this one, I think. Yeah, I think so too, especially with us. We usually have the same picks, so yeah. I think this one will be a quicker quicker pod that we have. Yeah, this one should be pretty, pretty quick. Um, and yeah, without further ado, let's jump right into it, man. Uh, the first game on the docket, the Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Indiana Pacers. We have a 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tip-off. No spread for this one at the the moment uh we do have some people on the injury report uh and that would be Goga Batadze, Malcolm Brogdon, Chris Duarte, and Lance Stevenson all questionable, TJ McConnell, Ricky Rubio, Miles Turner, TJ Warren all out. John Morant is doubtful and that's it for the Grizzlies right now. I'll throw it over to you my friend. What are you looking at on this Grizzlies side of the ball? Definitely. Um I have a couple people for tonight. I'm looking at Desmond Bain. Uh, he's 6,700 and he's literally been on fire his last five games. He's at 20 or more points in four out of the five with one game having almost 30 points, which he he scored 28 to be exact. Um, but he's been close to double doubling in two of those games with his last game having eight rebounds. So only two, two double or two rebounds away from that double double. So I think we can expect a lot of scoring tonight and have maybe a low end double double at most. Um, I'm also looking at Brandon Clark. He's 4,400. He scored double digits in three out of the last four games with a low-end double-double. His last game out, 12 points and 10 boards. And I look for him to give us some value tonight as well. And then, of course, we always somehow always talk about Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. I have him for tonight, 6,500. It seems like he's come back to life this season. Um, In his last three games, he scored double digits with one of those being over 20 points. He's also playing mid to high 20s in minutes, and I think if he could get another 25 minutes tonight, he's definitely worth a look. But who are you looking at, Santino? Yeah, and I, I like that. Uh, I really like Desmond Bain at 6,700. Dylan Brooks is now back, and without with Ja being doubtful, uh, he played 26 minutes in his first game, took 14 shots. So he's going to take that volume uh, amount of shots without with Ja. Uh, the, he's right, he jumped right back into the thing. Uh, so at 4,900, I like Dylan Brooks as well. Um, and then Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones should draw the start in this one. And uh, for, for John Morant, he should play 25 to 30-plus minutes. He's going to be very chalky at 3,400. Uh, so those are the three guys I'm, I'm really looking at here the most. And I don't mind looking at the front court. This is going to be a very good matchup for the, the Grizzlies. Uh, but I'll take the those wings and, and the, uh, the guard options there with Bain, Brooks, and Tyus Jones the most. All right, um, jumping on over to the other side of the ball. And there's a lot of stuff to sort through here. Uh, Brogdon, Duarte, Stevenson, Batadze, four people in the rotation. Uh, one and a half starters. I'll call Duarte a, a half starter because he starts and he doesn't. Um, but those all questionable for this one. So a lot of things can change here. Uh, if Brogdon and Duarte and everybody's out, Halliburton gets a bump, but I probably won't go there. Um, looking here, I, I think if all of those people miss, uh, Terry Taylor started in the last game. And he played 25 minutes. He scored 21 and a half fantasy points. 
at almost bare minimum, kind of like Tyus Jones. Uh, he would be a punt play option. So would Dwayne Washington Jr. Anytime Brogdon's out or Stevenson's out, uh, he gets extra minutes. He played 34 minutes in the last one against Atlanta. Uh, took 17 shots, and it was a three-point game. So very uh, much there was no garbage time there. Uh, last two games, he's put up at least 22 fantasy points. He's scoring double digits a lot. So he's a guy I'm thinking of if Duarte and Stevenson and uh, Brogdon are all out again. Uh, and then I don't mind going to Jalen Smith with Bitadze out. Him and Jackson are better options, uh, as well as Brissett, who is playing more small forward. Uh, but we know that Jackson can get into foul trouble a lot. Uh, Jalen Smith, not as much, and he's he's the better option here for me. I think there's some good plays, uh, but we'll definitely have to see about the injury report. How about you? Um, Yeah, I'm actually looking at Bataze. Um, I liked what he's been doing. I know he's questionable. Um, he sat out Sunday's game with his foot issue. So if he plays tonight... I definitely think for 3,400, he's he's a, a good pickup for tonight. Um, his last three games, he's been really stuffing the stat sheet that he's played. He had 20, 20 points, 15 points, and 10 points in those games to go, on, go along with six, nine, and seven rebounds. So he's been close to a double-double in a couple of those games, and he's only playing high teens and mid-20s. So if he, gets, if he plays tonight, gets more minutes, I think for 3,400, he'll be a good value. And then I'm also looking at Brogdon. Um, like you said, he's on the injury report. He's questionable. He's day-to-day. Um, but he's been on fire. So if he does play again tonight um, in four out of the five games, last five games he's played, he had 20, 31, 26, and 27 points to go along with six, 11, five, and four rebounds. And he also played 41 minutes in one game, and he double-doubled. That was the game he double-doubled with 31 minutes and 11 rebounds. So I definitely think he's a good look. Um, Seventy eight hundred. I think he's worth it. And if he plays, definitely try to get him in tonight. All right, I like it. Jumping on over to the other game at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the Brooklyn Nets taking on the Orlando Magic. We have a spread for this one, the only one, a nine-point Brooklyn Nets road favorite spread uh, and a two-thirty game total. On the injury report, we have Aldridge is out. Um, <clears throat> ben Simmons is out. Cam Thomas, Seth Curry are both questionable. Joe Harris is also out. And Bull Bull, questionable. Gary Harris, Jalen Suggs, both questionable. Uh, and, I mean, Bull Bull's out. I'm sorry about that. And Jonathan Isaac is out as well. I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on this net side of the ball? Um, Really, I mean, maybe look at Nick Claxton, but I wouldn't even mess with him, honestly, in my opinion. Uh, the only guy that I'm going to be looking at is Bruce Brown. He's 5,200. He played over 30 minutes in a game. I'm sorry, 30 minutes a game and had one game with 41 minutes in even with Kyrie in the lineup for the road games. He's still playing high minutes um, and this game's on the road for them. So look for him to have another great game, even with Kyrie in that lineup. But who are you looking at? Yeah, and um, I'm not sure if I want to spend up on Durant and Irving, though you're looking at not too many spend ups here. So uh, you're probably just going to do it anyway. Uh, so with with that said, probably have a lot of exposure to them in a bigger slate, probably win it in this matchup um, against Orlando, knowing that Kyrie will be in the lineup. I kind of want to lean towards Kyrie. KD's on fire though, uh, but I'll probably, since Kyrie's not going to be playing the the rest of this week, I think Kyrie's just going to try and, and KD's going to let Kyrie get into the swing of things and, and do his thing here. Because um, the next two games that they have are at home. Kyrie's currently ineligible to play. So I'm going to lean Kyrie at 10-2 here, especially without Seth Curry. I'm also looking at Bruce Brown. Uh, 
Seth Curry, I shouldn't say without Seth Curry. Seth Curry is questionable. Uh, that is big for Bruce Brown as well. Um, and he's been on fire. Four of the last five games he's played, he's at least 34 fantasy points. I uh, playing a ton of minutes, uh, so that's a guy I'm definitely keying in on, especially if Curry is out. If Curry is in, it, hit, it dings him up a little bit because we know Kyrie is back, but he's still fantastic there. Um, Andre Drummond at 5,800 and Nick Claxton, both two options on a smaller slate against Norlando uh, front court. That could be solid. I'll lean more towards Claxton for the upside and, and the cheaper price, but uh, Drummond's in play here too as as well for me. Um, on the other side of the ball, similar. Uh, we have Gary Harris and Jalen Suggs, two people that could start at shooting guard are out. Uh, Jalen Suggs is the normal one. Gary Harris would get a bunch of extra minutes if if Suggs doesn't play, uh, but both of them are questionable. Uh, RJ Hampton would slot right into the starting lineup without Suggs and would have minutes in the 30s if Gary Harris is also missing. So at 3,400, another pump play option, in which makes it a lot easier to spend up on the Brooklyn Nets guys because there's so many uh, pump play options potentially here. Uh, that also does help a guy like Terrence Ross get back into the rotation, play 25 minutes. He's been playing minutes in the teens, but that would help him out here. Um, I, I really like Cole Anthony in this matchup at 6,300. Um, he's averaged over 30 fantasy points in two games against these guys. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. is 74. I normally don't want to spend that high up for him, uh, especially since he struggled in two games against Brooklyn. But again, there's probably going to be uh, leftover money here potentially, so I can do that. But I would for a point per dollar wise, if that if you're trying to save some money, I like uh, Mobamba's matchup a little bit better, saving two grand there. But you might have the extra money with all these options there. Um, and that's probably it. I don't mind looking at Wagner as well, but probably looking at RJ Hampton um, and then Cole Anthony and, and Mobamba the most and Carter if you have the money. How about you? Yeah, no, I agree on Wendell. Um, I think I'm a little, little higher on Wendell for tonight. Um, just because he's looked good in the last two games that he's played, he had 20 and 23 points, and he also had 10 and 12 rebounds. So he's really on a roll with two double doubles in a row. <laughs> um, so I think if it was me, guys, I would definitely take a chance on him. Um, I think he could try to make it three in a row tonight. Um, and then I'm also looking at Moritz Wagner, uh, 3,700 and his minutes have been all over the place with high twenties to mid to high teens. But in his last five games, he's had his best game came when he played 27 minutes. He had 17 points, 11 rebounds. And then his second best game came best game came. Oh my God. <laughs> when he played 13 minutes and had 18 points and six rebounds. So it seems like he could really do well as long as he plays close to 20 minutes. And with him being under 4K, I think he's a nice flyer for tonight. All right, I like it. Let's jump on over to the third game at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Detroit Pistons taking on the Miami Heat. We don't have a spread for this one at the moment. We do have an injury report uh, for the Pistons. Diallo, Garza, Frank Jackson, Saban Lee, uh, all Chris Smith all out. Rodney McGruber and Killian Hayes are both probable. The Heat have... Um, Caleb Martin as the only one listed on the injury report, and he is out for this one. I'll throw it over to you. What are you looking at on the Pistons side of the ball? Definitely. Um, every time we cover him, I always say Cade Cunningham, but until he proves me wrong, I'm going to continue to tell you guys to go at him. He's, uh, he's really on a roll. He's played max minutes in almost every night that he's, that he's playing and he's even stuffing the stat sheet. Uh, his last game out, he had 23 points, nine boards and 10 assists. So he was literally one rebound away from a triple-double. So I take a hard look at him tonight, and at 8,300, I think he'll be worth it for us. 
Um, and I'm also looking at Marvin Bagley, 5,900. Uh, he's been close to playing max minutes as well, but he has been logging mostly mid to high 30s recently. And he, too, has been taking advantage of his minutes and double-doubling in two out of the last five games that he's played. But who are you looking at? Yeah, probably not looking at uh, either at the mo- moment. It depends on what happens because Stewart is not on the injury report here, so I'm assuming he's playing. It uh, looks like he's good to go. He might get right back into the starting lineup, uh, and that would hurt Bagley. That would hurt the rest of the front court there. Um, Jerry and, or Jeremy Grant, I almost said his brother, Jerry. Uh, Jeremy Grant is probably the, the guy that I'm targeting the most. Uh, back-to-back games over 20 actual points, three of the last four over act- 20 actual points. Uh, he's had a good... He had a good game against this Heat team in, the, in his lone matchup, uh, almost 41 fantasy points in 34 minutes. Uh, took 17 shots, only made six of them, so that's really bad, but he, he did pitch in a lot elsewhere, uh, and that's something I, I, I like here. Uh, with Diallo out, there you could potentially slide Bay up again, uh, and him and Grant could play extra minutes there. Uh, so those are the two guys, or Grant is the guy that I'm looking for the most. Uh, depending on who starts at center, maybe I'll take a chance on Bagley or Stewart, uh, but probably not if if Bagley's coming off the bench. Maybe Stewart if he's starting at 4,500. Uh, but with most of the guys back, not taking too many chances here uh, against this really, really good Heat defense. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, this is probably going to be a huge spread uh, with the Heat being the home team. I would say probably close to double digits. Uh, Jimmy Butler only had 34 fantasy points in the lone meeting against these guys. He shot just four of 13, uh, which is dookie, but he still had nine rebounds, five assists, uh, and a steal there. Don't mind him at 8,600, but I don't know how close this game is going to be for that to happen. I would probably rather just take a a chance on Bam, a couple extra hundred dollars cheaper there, and he's 8,200. I think this is going to be a nice... Tyler Hero game at sixty at uh, seventy six hundred. Uh, this, he can get a lot of extra minutes here. P- possible garbage time, and he's been playing uh, minutes in the thirties uh, regularly, pretty much exclusively. Uh, and his one game against this, or two games against these guys, he's had averaged over forty five, forty four and a half fantasy points on fifty five percent shooting. Uh, so I really like Tyler Hero at, at seventy six hundred. And then we'll see um, if anybody, the Heat, really do just put people out and, and rest people the day of. So we'll see if anything happens that day, uh, especially going against this Pistons team. Maybe Kyle Lowry takes the day off. Uh, that brings Gabe Vincent back into the mix and helps Tyler Hero out more. Uh, maybe Butler misses. Maybe Hero himself misses, but we'll see. At the moment, uh, Tyler Hero is the one guy I'm keying on over here. How about you? Yeah, I only have one guy as well. Um, I'm looking at Max Struss. Uh, he's 4,400. And his, in his last two games, he's logged 19 and 31 minutes. And he's had 17 and 19 points. Uh, so I definitely will take a look at him tonight. But definitely in no means lock him in. I would just add him into your lineups as the last option uh, filler for you guys. All right. Now let's jump on to the last game of the night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Phoenix Suns taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. We don't have a spread for this one either. Uh, but we do have an injury report. Brandon Ingram, Kyra Lewis, Larry Nance Jr., Zion Williamson, Cam Johnson, Frank Kaminsky, Chris Paul, Dario Saric, all out, and Gabriel Lundberg. Uh, CJ McCollum is questionable for this one. It would be the fifth day protocols. He could potentially return, uh, but we don't know about those yet. Well, we'll see what happens tomorrow, see if there's any news on that. Uh, But I'll throw it over to you. What are you looking at on the Sun side of the ball? Uh, Definitely. I'm looking at Mikel Bridges, 5,900. He's literally been balling lately. 
On his last three games, he has had 21, 18, and 18 points with nine, seven, and six rebounds. So I think if he could play close to 30 minutes tonight, I'll add him in, and I'll look for him to break a low-end double-double for us. Um, and I'm also looking at Cameron Payne. He's a little more expensive, 7700 But in his last five games, he's played. He's posted three double-doubles, and he's been close to five double-doubles with 23 points and eight assists. I'm sorry, four double-doubles with 23 points and eight assists against Milwaukee earlier in the month. So I'll look for him to play at least 20 minutes and post possibly another double-double for us tonight. But who are you looking at for the Suns? Yeah, and I think Payne, uh, even at that price tag, he's still in a very good position against this team uh, to do some damage. I really like Devin Booker, and that's where I want to go at 9,600 in this matchup. Uh, He'll probably see a lot of Herb Jones, but he is the alpha on this team with no Chris Paul, and um, he's been playing phenomenal. Uh, You look at his last couple games, three of the last four, at least 53 fantasy points. Um, Three out of the last five, he has at least 30 actual points and a bunch of assists. at least seven in the last four games. So he is being the playmaker as well as the primary scorer here. And I really like him uh, in this matchup. DeAndre Ayton, this, uh, I've been liking him lately. Uh, This is a decent matchup for him. He put up 35 fantasy points against these guys on nine of 12 shooting in the first matchup. Only had five rebounds though. I did score 20 fantasy points. I do like him here. I don't know how much exposure I'll have to him. Uh, Jay Val is a tough defender, but he should get more than five rebounds in this one. So, that uh, is a big plus for him here. Uh, and then yeah, I guess you can look at the other options with Cam Johnson still out, but I don't think we really need to go to like a Landry Shamet or uh, Jay Crowder in this one with so much value out here. So I'm going to stick to um, Booker I really like and Aiton. But I will jump on over to the other side of the ball. And a lot of this is going to depend on CJ McCollum. Uh, is he ready to go here? Is he not? If he is, I really... Still don't want him at 9,400. I'd rather just get Booker. Um, he has had success against this Phoenix Suns team at four, averaging 42 fantasy points in three games. So there is some success there. But at 9,400, we don't know what he's going to do. Uh, I know Ingram's out, but still this is a tough defense to to play against. And uh, we don't know where his conditioning is going to be at as he after he tested positive for COVID. So um, not in love with him there at, at that price tag. Uh, Jay Val is a guy I don't mind at 8600 but I still think probably paying up elsewhere. Um, and the rest of this group really depends on C.J. McCollum. If he's out, then uh, Jose Alvarado at 4300 Again, you can definitely target him. Uh, Herb Jones, I mean not Herb Jones, Devontae Graham at 6800 can look at him again in a, in a matchup where he's going to have to score. Um, Jackson Hayes still gets a little bit of a bump there. And I could look at him again. But if McCollum plays, I'm going to X everybody out except Jackson Hayes out there. Um, But how about you? Yeah, I definitely agree. That's really the only Pelican I'm looking at tonight is Jackson Hayes. Uh, 5,300 in his last two games. He's had 13 and 21 points with five and six rebounds. So he's been playing and he's been playing 35 and 27 minutes in those games. So as long as he can, as long as he can log and make 20s and minutes tonight, I agree with you. He'll definitely be a good fill-in for our lineups. All right, buddy. That's it for our four-game slate. Uh, before we head on out of here, let's run down your our, our favorite player tiers. Um, I'll, we'll start with, we'll go expensive. I know we did it differently last time and we got <laughs> confused a couple times ago. But we'll go with favorite expensive play and I'll throw it over to you. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm again, looking at Cade Cunningham. Um, like I said, until he proves me wrong, I will continue to say, Look at him and try to insert him tonight. But who are you looking at? 
Yeah, and I, I think there's some quality options at the top. Uh, I'm looking at both guards, uh, Kyrie and Booker, but I'm, I'm leaning towards Booker. I, I just really like him in this matchup. I think he's going to be able to explode and possibly get a, a double-double like he did in the last one with 30 and 10. Uh, but how about your favorite mid-tier play of the night? Um, From a mid-tier, I have to look at Bruce Brown. Uh, Again, 5,200, and even if Kyrie plays tonight, he's bound to to keep killing it for us. But who do you have? There's a lot of mid-value for us here tonight, too, so who do you got? Yeah, there's a lot of really good mid-tier value here. Uh, I'm going to go with one of the guys I was just talking up uh, in the, one of the last games in, Tyler Hero, averaging over 44 fantasy points against this Pistons team in two matchups. Um, might be some people, we never know, the Heat really do like to declare people out on the day of when they weren't on the injury report. Uh, so there's possible upside there too, but I, I think he can get another 40-point game here. Um, and then how about your favorite value play? And I also think there's a lot of value here. Oh my God, there's a ton of value. It, it took me way too long to pick one guy, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Mortz Wagner, uh, 3,700. Like I said, he's been all, all over the place with his minutes, but he's really been, he's really been playing well. Um, like I said, 27 minutes, he had 17 points and 11 rebounds. So I think if he could at least, at least log in the 20 minutes tonight with him being under 4k, he'll be a nice filler for us. Who are you looking at? Right. And I, I'm going to go with Tyus Jones. I think he's going to be super chalky uh, with John Morant doubtful. At only 3,400, he's going to draw the start against an Indiana team that's just not very good. He can score. Uh, he's been scoring 20 points in three of the last four games anyway, uh, and he's not he's barely playing. His minutes should creep up to, to 30s or possibly higher. Uh, so that's that's my pick for value tonight. Uh, that does it for our player tiers. That does it for our Tuesday podcast. Um just four games, man. Is there anything you want to say before we head on out of here? It flew by. <laughs> Honestly, I think <laughs> this is one of the fastest podcasts that we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, but really other did. than that, guys, it, it really did. Yeah. Um, other than that, guys, just good luck tonight. And uh, let's get you some money. Awesome. Sounds good. Good luck, everybody. We will catch you again uh, tomorrow. I believe Harris and Mike will be on. Or is it just I think it's just Mike. Yep. All right. Peace. Peace out, guys. Have a good one. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.